Hello everyone, welcome to the Majestic Zero Clicks podcast. If you like our content, please like and subscribe, it really helps us out. If you're interested in learning more about the Bronze Age format and the Majestic's Open Series, please check out openseries.majesticccg.com. Also, if you want to learn about Heroclix strategies, tactics, and lists from the game's top players, please visit majesticccg.com slash apex insiders. Lastly, if you're looking for Heroclix singles, please visit our eBay stores at stores.ebay.com slash majesticsheroclix and stores.ebay.com slash clickscollective. All the links for everything I just talked about is below in the description. And again... My name is Jeff, and today we're joined by Patrick Booth, Clay Wood, and the most recent winner of our Bronze Age event, Anthony Barragon of Team Phoenix Nest. <laughs> woot woot! Did I did I get that right, Anthony? Did I emphasize emphasize the F enough? Yeah, it's close enough. I do my best, right? <laughs> well, congratulations on your win. Very Thank cool. You. Um, so we're going to discuss with you today. Your, your team, your how you went throughout the day, um, and then we're going to kind of look at the other teams uh, from the event and kind of just discuss the event. And then at the end, we're going to talk about Black Lanterns because that shit is crazy. I'd say it was over half the field, right? It definitely felt like it. All right, so I'm going to share my screen. Where am I? I want to share this one. All right, can you guys see? Nope. No. No? <laughs> right, let's try that again. That's awkward. <laughs> can you see it now? No. 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 All right, well, you guys can go ahead and pull it up on your own, uh, the HC Units page for the event. I know how to use that now. You do. <laughs> Have you actually used it since we spoke last? No, because I can't use it on my phone because it keeps asking me to log in through my iPad and I don't have my iPad with me all the time. <laughs> bad. bad Google. Bad. <laughs> Let me know when you guys are in. I'm on, on it, but which one would you like me to click on? Uh, let's start with Anthony, the main man right here. Uh, what's, the, what's the name Becca. of the event? Oh, uh, go to Explore. You're going to type on Tournaments, or click on Tournaments, excuse me, Majestic SoCal Winter Break. Okay, so the thing on it's the front page. Apparently, the only Heroclix event since Worlds, and that was about a month ago. Okay. I think there was a Nationals, uh, nationals in Italy that I actually have been too slow to add to the site, but According to Clay's website, this is the only event since Worlds. Yeah. People are eager to play. We need to give them some tournaments. I like it. I like it. All right, Anthony. Uh, you and I were kind of on the same mind with the, the Lysa Dark. Uh, what about the rest of your team? Let's talk about it. Oh, uh, well, uh, the team really just originated from trying to find the most annoying figure to spool up with the Black Lanterns and there's this pretty cool thread on HC Realms I use from time to time that helps with keyword cheating, and I stumbled across the 
X-Men Rise and Fall rare Mr. Sinister who, during Force construction, chooses a character on the starting force that is equal to or less points than him to gain his keywords. Then I did some rules poking around and figured out that you could give him Black Hand and he can pass on the Black Lantern keyword to a character of his choice and found out that uh, Apoc can keep his sword and still be a douchebag. That's that's pretty solid. This is brilliant, and I give you kudos too, Anthony, because like, <laughs> my site was messed up, and it wasn't even... It didn't give you the credit for being a theme team when it should have. Uh, so I've now fixed that bug, but... Was uh, it a Scott Porter bug? This is... Uh, it, it wasn't... It, it was only giving out the keywords that Mr. Sinister had mm. originally assigned to him, not the ones that he gained by other mechanisms. So, okay. very clever. Um, oh, sure. That was probably tricky to encode, wasn't it? It was... I'd already I'd already done it for um, Deathstroke. I okay. just... Because Deathstroke does the same thing, and somebody pointed out this out a couple weeks ago. I just didn't realize that this Mr. Sinister did the same thing. So, uh, okay. so it's very easy to fix now that, uh, that uh, yeah, the, the, the code was already in place. But this was clever. I really liked this. Boy, you did very a Very ingenious. Thank you. you know. So maybe I'm not understanding this. So explain it to me and maybe some of the other people that don't understand. How does Apocalypse gain the Black Lantern keyword? So I'll break it down because I got the rules on the this. So Black Hand... Uh, at Force Construction, gives the Black Lantern keyword since the Arata uh, back in the day, right? Uh, so, so given it to Mr. Sinister, correct? At Force, so this is all happening during Force Construction, and things are a little easier to deal with at Force Construction. So at Force Construction, he now has Black Lantern keyword because of his uh, my own clone, clone bodyguard. He's able to give it to Apocalypse because he is thirty-five points in comparison to his forty points. Ah, so Black Hand gives it to Mr. Sinister. Mr. Sinister's trait lets him give it to someone else. <coughs> yes, sir. Very cool. And then, I, yeah, as, as Anthony mentioned, the big key here is that you don't have to assign Black Hand directly to APOC, so therefore you're able to equip him with the what I assume, I'm assuming was the Soul Sword in most instances. And then he is really, really, really hard to kill. And so I think the other teams we saw in the tournament, I'm sure we'll get into in a moment, did not have this, and so they did not have the the Soul Sword. And I think a you know an Apoc or Genesis with the Soul Sword is uh, a much harder thing to kill. I know sure. one thing I want to ask, like right away, like when I saw this, I was like, I know I've been listening to a lot of other people out there, and they're wondering why. Or in their cases, what to put on a Black Lantern Batman as so he jumps across the field? And I noticed you put an emotion modifier. Why did you choose that? Because uh, the idea was that I would send in Batman like a like a bomb, if you will. Necron would move up if he must, place the his do his free action to place the grave terrain marker seven squares away, and then Batman, who would already be in one, would free action port over there and then he would either pick the battle fury option on emo mod to get rid of any pesky shape change or if i just really needed you to have worse values than you already have then 
minus one attack or defense. That's a very interesting take on that. I think most people would have like made Batman more aggressive. You decided to make him more as a utility piece. That's really cool. Thank you. So, so Anthony, I, I was looking, and it looked like you were is that seventh before the the in the top cut. So, you, did you lose yeah. once or twice earlier? So, how? I'm curious to hear more about <laughs> what happened in the in the Swiss, and how did you manage to like pull it out in the end? Uh well, I suppose yeah. we'll start with uh, round one, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so uh, round one, I play Austin Murray, who's running uh, Unimind at low, and he's got Makari and I believe it was Ajax on the sideline for Unimind's forged in the blue flame trait, and Unimind was equipped with none other than Black Hand himself. So he was running his own uh, version of the Black Lantern team. And I was able to win map. He came up a little bit. And uh, by turn two, my Apocalypse was on click one. And I was able to full send him in. And uh, that game I had actually chosen the uh, set Muromasa sword. Because I knew I would be having to deal with some really dumb stop clicks with Unimind. And uh, the set Muramasa, for those who don't know, says that if you roll, when you use blades and you roll a one, two, or three, you actually ignore defense powers. And the way blades of Klaus Fangs is worded, you deal a minimum of your printed minus one. So APOC at full is a printed six. So I would at minimum be doing five straight through on a tentpole, which is phenomenal. Love it. Very crafty, sir. Very much so. So this was a case where you played Miramasa instead of Soul Sword. Yeah, because since Apocalypse is only uh, technically forty points upon him being scored, it allowed me to be reckless with him in a way where most people, if you play a full point Apoc, you're very conservative and you're defensive. You're worried about him taking damage, but in this scenario where he's only 40 points i want him to take the damage because my opponent's just hurting themselves trying to get 40 points as mm. opposed to winning the game straight up yeah makes sense i love it i'm, I'm the reckless guy here i love reckless abandonment when it comes to here but... <laughs> Fortune so, round two. so you so you, you triumphed in round one and then in round two i played None other than Nicholas Madison himself. Oh, don't worry about him. We disowned him. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I, I hauled him and I kicked him right off the ship. Huh? He's sitting in a dinghy behind us getting pulled. We'll see how that works for next week. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> and uh, this one was actually a really crazy one because uh, I had to read his The Order ATA like six times throughout the course of the game. Mm -hmm. uh, putting that on the team was really... A really good idea and his team was like honestly very well made between the order ata his each choice of equipment and that stupid scott porter giving everybody plus one attack and damage oh, you're, man, you're, was, you're, you're well you're welcome you're welcome it was brutal <laughs> so this it is where was... i think we should pause and actually talk about next team let's mm -hmm. go into the details here what 
So Nick's team was four corner servers, uh, a bunch of equipment. You guys can look at it on the screen. But the the Bronze Age aspect of his team was the Order ATA, additional team ability. Uh, it's three points per character, so he paid a total of, uh, should be a total of 15 points. Uh, Order didn't make it onto the Scott Porter on the bottom, but it should because I believe this one has all the keywords, yes. Um, so the character using the team ability cannot be targeted by an opposing character of the listed power if any character using the team ability was already hit by an opposing character using that power this turn. Uh, it's a little wordy. So if you get hit using any of these 10 powers, you can't be, and none of the other characters or that same character can be targeted with those powers again. Uh, so the powers are Flurry, Incapacitate, Charge, Psychic Penetrating Blast, Hypersonic Speed, Range Combat Expert, Running Shot, Exploit Weakness, Blades Cause Fangs, and lastly, Close Combat Expert. So, so all the good powers. All the good powers. So if you charge Flurry, uh, Close Combat Expert in with Exploit Weakness and uh, we'll just say Blades for uh, shits and giggles, right? No other character, uh, and you hit those you hit that first attack no other character using this team ability can be targeted with any of those other powers that i just listed uh so it, it you have to really pick and choose your targets um and the passive powers you can't choose not to use you can't can't just say oh i'm not going to use close combat expert no you have to use close combat expert it's not a it's not a pick and choose when you get to use powers powers aren't optional so it, it was a very good strategy into stopping the flurries, stopping uh, psych blast and stuff. So why don't you talk about the psych blast situation a little bit? All right. So that was a weird situation because uh, the way it was ruled in the moment, uh, I had my APOC who was on click one attack a carnage surfer. He had hit gone through the shape change of the senses and on click one he has penetrating psychic blast and in the moment it was ruled that no other character would be able to target him that had a pen blast but we had uh, found out that the question that was posed to the judge was uh, incorrectly asked and uh I would have been able to make the ranged attack with the, with at least a character that had pen blast because pen blast is not on when you're making a close attack because it specifically checks <laughs> when the character makes a ranged attack. That would make sense. That sounds very common sense. I have to say this this seems like a power that needs to be reexamined within the format. Because when this was originally created, those those powers were optional. Yeah. And so you could just say, I'm going to make the attack, I'm just not going to use Pen Blast. I'm not yeah. going to use uh, you know, range combat expert. And the fact that they are now passive uh grossly changes this power in the way that I, I don't think was ever intended for it to be the case. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here if that's okay. Sorry, uh, what's that? Oh, yeah, so I'm going to play a little devil's right. advocate here. Uh, I agree with your statement, but at the same time, the player that created this is severely limiting their pool because 
the keyword that this is attached to is not the easiest keyword to have. Now, I understand, yes, it is on Carnage Silver Surfer, and you would need to have, as our friend Nicholas has done, uh, you know, four of them, <laughs> right? Where, where'd you get the four of those from, buddy? <laughs> Keep paddling, okay? We'll, we'll talk about your reinstatement next week, right? Um, so, yeah, it, it's really hard for an individual to really pull this off without really getting the entire community behind them. But I can understand, see, I can like see your point. Maybe there could be something where it's like it addresses the fact if there was multitudes of this, of a figure getting this ATA rather than just getting rid of it. Big, does it see what I'm getting at? Because it's problematic I, I because of the one the ATA figure. I think it should be probably reworded to reflect. Sure. So some, something could set. be done. So something we discussed at dinner after the event was say a character has protected or safeguard sight blast, right? Mm -hmm. What happens? Can they make? Can they not make the attack? Uh, I don't know the answer to that one, Jeff. That's why you're our rules guy here. Well, I'm just curious if. So what happens is they just can't use psychic penetrating blast for that attack. Yeah. Oh, so it just turns off the ability. Yeah. So. Which is how it was originally intended for it to mm -hmm. be. Yeah. That would make more sense. Where it's like, hey, you got your one shot with the power. That's right. Yeah. Now it shuts the others off. So how are you going to feel when it comes to flurry? Because once he hits with that first flurry attack, he can't make the second flurry attack. Or just, well, I guess you're SOL when it comes to flurry. Maybe you're just SOL when it comes to flurry. But if 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 we do look at it and make a judgment call that that what it is. But, you know, we always I always have to keep in mind that we play hero clicks in bronze. And we kind of have to take things as they are. We don't play with hero clicks. Like, we're not trying to create the game ourselves. Very true. Uh, we, you know, we don't want to go with the intent or interpret it in our way. Like, we have to play with it how it is. So if it does become an issue, like, obviously it'll go on the watch list and then steps will be taken. So hey, you never know. Maybe it only ever gets, sees, gets seen once, never seen again. Like yeah, a right? in the wind. Nobody's going to let Nick uh, borrow those two other carnage surfers. Uh, I, I may not. I don't know after his poor performance. Fair. <laughs> All right, so the rest of the next team, like I said, four Carnage Surfers with Scott Porter. They're getting plus one attack and damage from uh, White Shirt Porter. He's just dishing out a lot of damage and a lot of attacks. All right, uh, did you want to go to Anthony's round three, or you want to go down to me next? Yeah, let's hear about round three. Or, or we could let's uh, let's run through this quick. I'm curious to hear. So, so it sounds like round. Two went to Nick. It did. But you learned some lessons that I would imagine you apply <laughs> in the final game, which we'll come back to. Surprise didn't get you twice. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, what happened in round three, real quick? Uh, round three, I actually played Richard Medina, and that was another really close, hard fought game against another Black Lantern team. I heard that guy wasn't good, and he doesn't get any respect for not being good, right? Clay, also, uh, Richard's White Scott Porter had the Birds of ATA, had the Birds of Prey ATA on it. Oh, okay. Uh, feel like, all right, I'll fix that. I feel like Thank we need to do hashtag, you know, help Medina get respect there. He really deserves it sometimes. That guy's really good. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely is. I'm on your team, Richard. If you I'm ever listen to this. Richard. 
Except for when he's on the other side of the table, then I try and beat his ass as much as I can. Ah, he's a good guy. I know, but if I'm playing him, I want to win. Maybe untighten <laughs> the screws a little bit, you know, have more fun. But that's about it. He's a good guy. Uh, Richard and I always have good games. All right, so how'd your game with Richard go? Oh, this one was crazy. Uh, I was not expecting the Birds of Prey ATA to be in use ever in my life. I actually <laughs> didn't know it existed. So I had yeah. to read his uh, ATA like twice to make sure I understood it. So I'll break down the ATA real fast. Uh, well, it may take a little bit. So once per turn, when a friendly character using this team ability can use support as a free action, when it does, it may only target a character with whom it shares a keyword with and subtract three from the D6 roll instead of two. So that's not how it is. Uh, so uh, so we in bronze. if you go to the Bronze Age forum and the topic and stuff, someone asked a question, how does it work now? Because you're not subtracting three from the D6 roll. It's only half. Uh, so we rolled it as you target just heals one less than the uh, whatever roll you make. Mm. You know what I like about this more than anything is that he managed to fit Scott Crampton at four points onto the team and still managed to hit a perfect 300 points by using the, the one-point ATA that Dude. was so perfectly assigned to Scott. So the most impressive part is he paid, uh, was it, 30 points for leadership for the Scotty's Warbot. That was a power move. 30 points for leadership so he wouldn't lose the Black Lantern core theme team. <laughs> yeah. So he, yeah. he could have went the other way and gotten rid of the Crampton and gotten rid of the Birds of Prey and played uh, Prez Ricard. But I, this was a much better use of the points. Or he could have gone uh, Spirit of the Game, but he said he couldn't find it. <sighs> Spirit of the Game, such a good kapog. So how did so Richard? You said you guys were close. Yeah, I mean, like his his apoc was able to heal up faster than mine was. My apoc was ready turn two. His was ready like turn one, turn two. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. But he sent his across the board. I met. I had mine meet his halfway. Uh, again, picking Muramasa because I knew I'd be swinging on some really annoying stop clicks. And uh, I got a really good Muramasa roll. And I even moved up my list of drag to stop his APOC from healing in the aftermath. But uh, my positioning was really shoddy. And then he was able to just send up his Necrons and make light work of uh, my backline. Mm. Nice. So did Richard get it? Game three? Yeah. Richard, you're from behind. I get it. It happens sometimes, man. I wasn't ready. All right. So, so curious if, you know, in the APOC versus APOC case, if the APOC with black hand on it punches the other APOC, hits the stop, <laughs> entity, the, the possessor, because it's equipped? Yes. You yeah, lose the, the possessor would be scored. That's pretty but, you don't lose the keyword. Because you, the only way you lose keywords in a game is if something specifically tells you to lose keywords. Other than that, any gained keywords throughout the game stay. I thought that only happened if also if you got removed from the map and then got put like back on the map from a different thing. Then you're a new character. 
Yes, so that's the other yeah, way you So, you yeah, when a character goes to the sideline, it loses all gained keywords. Mm-hmm. But when the character returns from the sideline, it gains all lost keywords. Correct, correct. That's what I was trying to say. So here's a question, too. Looking at the destructive parry power, it says, you know, uh, when this click is revealed due to taking damage from an attack KO, an object equipped oh. to the attacker. Mm-hmm. It's not an object, even though it's, it's equipped. Equipment oh, are objects, but possessor are not. not. Correct. Oh, yeah, so then we played it wrong. Wah, wah. All right, we learned Gave something. Richard, good job, Clay. Gave Richard that extra 25 points. Got to put a sound effect in here for the wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Reading is a skill. Good job, Clay. Woohoo. All right. All right, your comeback, comeback round four. I'm not going to open up old wounds for Clay with that reading. He knows what he did. <laughs> uh, round four. Now you got to be like, shit, I'm, I'm one and two. This is not going well. In all honesty, at this point, I thought I was out. I thought it was over for me. I thought my day was done, and I was ready to pack this <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... I ended up playing against. <laughs> I feel really bad because I'm blanking out on it right now. Dakota. It's like you played Dakota. Yes, I played Dakota Philanuk. I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. Yeah. And he was running. Nimrod Prime, uh, right? Nimrod Prime, Venom Wolverine, Venom Magneto. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the question which was actually a pretty good play, and two 10-point Superman uncommon from uh, JLU. Nice. This one, the dice and the tarot were heavily in my favor, unfortunately for him. Uh, he moved up the map, realized that I was actually going to start healing APOC, and he made the decision to I, to full commit to come into my face and by the time he had made that decision, APOC was on click one and one shot both of his Superman, allowing my Necron to heal up. And Necron was able to sidestep in to mm-hmm. position, drop the grave marker, and Batman went to town. Nice. So then, looks like the top cut. I mean, I'll ask the question that no Snuck one asked. Did you eat lunch at least? What'd you have for lunch, man? <laughs> uh, this man's asking the important question. <laughs> the win was fueled by none other than my favorite combo at Jack in the Box, a number seven with no sauce. See? That's how you win, kids. You eat. Right? Right, Roland? You yelled out at me enough. You eat. Eating, <laughs> eating makes you weak got to play the whole day without eating. Don't give me that says, bullshit. Says the guy that... <laughs> it's just the guy who ate? <laughs> Dude, that break is critical. I'm, I'm, I'm at the... I'm, at, I'm going to get a burger, chowing down. Absolutely critical. I mean, I try to eat throughout the day. We should have... We should talk about uh, how, to, how to do long tournaments some, sometime. Game, game strategy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the, or the meta... Not the, not the meta... Of the pieces played, but the how to actually play, the, the how to play rather than the what to play. How to keep your stamina strong. Yeah, I feel like that's a commercial for Viagra. 
but that's <laughs> neither here nor there. So, so you played Richard. Top yeah. eight. Top what did you do different top... this time? That's the rematch. So this time, I had a little bit better of an idea of what I wanted to do. This time, I took him to the Temple of Gloom long map because I knew I would be able to protect myself a little bit better with blocking, being able to reach to the ceiling. And I knew he would have the same amount of difficulties traveling the map as I did, but I would have the slight advantage with my black shirt porter being equipped with both spin and influence and being able to just free action kind of move my people a little bit and the, nudge them in the right direction, so to speak. But this game was intense. <laughs> this game made me really tired. It was uh, it was closer at the end, right? Oh, it was extremely close. And it was pulled it out by twenty points. That's you, that is, you got uh, it with the chainsaw, right? Yeah, because uh, fortunately his white shirt porter uh, crit missed on a pulse wave that would have killed my white shirt porter. Jeez! So I was able to retaliate and. I was able to get it, so it was just Batman I needed to KO for the win. But Batman is a 18 defense with combat reflexes, unfortunately, and my chainsaw was in range of his Dune Buggy. Really well placed, by the way. And the Dune Buggy, which is not a character, so it does affect uh, constructs, made my really crappy 10 attack chainsaw into a nine attack chainsaw oh jeez i so i had the flurry and i needed a hit i pretty much needed a crit got it <laughs> no probs were there all community rolls were used so i blazed rolled like a two so i dealt three damage i was nine on a 18 still needs Still need an incredible roll. I rolled a 10 and rolled a 5 for the blades, and oh. that was game. And that was my last action, too. Can't be Sometimes mad at that. better to be lucky than good. Can't be mad at that. <laughs> <laughs> Very lucky. Oh, man. That's intense. So, who did you play next? It's not actually updated on the, on the win, so I can't see. So, Is... next I played Dwight Maxwell. Ah. He was running a pretty cool animal team. Yes. I, lo- I love that he was running Bebop and Rocksteady. So Jeff, tell us about this team. Uh, I actually didn't see this team clean played. Uh, but if I remember correctly, Bebop Rocksteady has... They make a range attack after resolutions, they make a close attack. So it looks like he paired him up with a Skybreaker. So Skybreaker gives you blades... Blades gives you range attack, and then obviously, range attack, you get a close attack. Uh, so that's the thing, right? And it's, is it once per turn? Oh, okay, once per turn for the blades. Okay, just wanted to make sure, because I was like, that, that could go on for a while. Um, Maggot, obviously solid on any animal team. The Brain, some more mind control through characters. Lockjaw, Porter, and High Evo Prime for those perplexes well how, so, how did... so the way, so the bebop rock steady so they make a close attack with blades yeah that triggers the trait which allows them to make a range of 
or sorry, they so they make so, uh, the skybreaker gives them a free ranged attack. Yeah, and then that triggers the trait that gives them another close attack. Yes. So punch, shoot, punch is what I'm hearing. Yeah, you shoot him, I'll punch him. It's pretty clever. It's kind of expensive for 125 points. Yeah. But um, three attacks is not terrible. No. He's got decent stats up top, and then he, he drops down to close combat expert, which makes up for the the lower stats on the, the bottom part. But he goes to so it's eleven four on click one, then it's eleven three with close combat expert. Then it's a ten for four on three and with close combat expert, and then it's a ten for three uh close combat expert. Then it goes eleven, ten, ten with uh, some RCE three four three on the region. So the tens are a little little shaky with such high defenses and stuff, but yeah, that's that's pretty solid damage that you're you're dishing out. So I think he's also playing the brain. Yes, and the second trait with Rocksteady allows the brain to mind control him, run him across the board, and then he can go and, and take his his action this turn, right? So realistically, uh, what it yes. sounds like this is with the brain. This guy's making six attacks in a turn. Uh, there it is. Once per turn, a friendly character with 25 points or more that shares a keyword may target Bebop Rocksteady with mind control. Yep, there it is. That's worth or it. Or five. I don't know if the sword is a once per turn. Uh, the sword is a once per turn. So he's making five attacks a, a turn, effectively, for, what, a grand total of 160? I'm pretty sure all of us would pay for that pretty easily. <clears throat> it's pretty solid. Yeah. Okay, okay. I see it. Let alone cool. the fact that Lockjaw can carry them both the 14 mm-hmm. squares and then brain can mind control people yeah. no so uh, summoning sickness for this guy hmm. so was it a pretty easy match did you have trouble top four uh so this one was actually and i mean no offense when i say this this was the easiest match of the day uh pew 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 <laughs> he uh he won map and decided to take me to Wakanda and uh I was able to use my terrain and pretty much wall him out from coming to me until my apocalypse was ready to go and uh once apocalypse was ready to go I barriered up kept him out and pretty much said uh apocalypse isn't on the map with you you're on the map with apocalypse <laughs> I mean, it looks like it's easy to chew through Bebop and Rocksteady, right? I mean, 17 toughnesses don't hold very well against 6 damage. Nope. No, it does not. So Bebop and Rocksteady went down pretty quick thanks to the combined efforts of APOC and uh, him using... Uh, actually, it, it really helped that he used regen with Scott Porter because I had hit him with APOC and then he moved off the grave marker that Lissa Drack had made because he had used regen yeah. and I was like oh well I I don't need to move up my Necron to put a grave marker Batman's just going to come in and have a nice day I think this is so cool because I mean you know it may have been your easiest match but it's it's also one of the more unique teams that we've seen in the day and and you know really it's a it's a great example of using some pieces to buff up buff the heck out of an old one that no that was i think mm-hmm. most people consider unplayable 
So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's a big. I hope this guy got like a bronze builder award or something. Yeah. He well, he got fourth place, so that's that's a pretty good that's a pretty good award too. It is. Kudos, Dwight, man. Good job. Definitely, definitely. And then back to the finals. Now the revenge. Yeah, the my second. Nick, we're talking about day. you. You still stink. <laughs> <laughs> Take a shower, Nick. Yeah. Oof. So how did you manage to deal with the shenanigans of not being able to, you know, hit consistently? Or to, to yeah, you know, to get locked out of all of the, uh, your ability to punch people. Uh, this one was actually pretty, it was a pretty enjoyable game because uh, <laughs> turn one, or I should start with, I had won the map roll and decided to go to Robinson Park, which was like my favorite map of the day. And his turn one, he flips the uh, tarot card, the Seven of Pentacles, which is uh, no improved movement abilities. And if you have plasticity, you can free move up to half your speed. So his whole team marched across the map in one line and it was pretty intimidating but uh, on my first turn I flipped the three of wands tarot card which let me use support as a free action mm. and with one power action from one of the porters APOC was on click one nice. between so the two free actions of power. and then your action to yield and then got them all the way up top yeah it was two free heals and a power heal oh and boy he on click one. and uh I knew that I just I have to swing for the fences with these guys. There's a you, uh, what's his name? Wayne Gretzky said you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. <laughs> so I had to full send my APOC at one of his surfers. Luckily, he had two next to each other, so I figured uh, I can dual target. If one gets the shape change, the other might not. And I got one. He failed his shape change. He failed his sense rolls. And I said, take six straight through. And one shot a surfer. Mm. In that same turn, I was able to nudge um, Necron up slightly. Because he had healed onto his sidestep from me having KO'd his surfer. surfer. And then... He was able to take a shot on the Scott Porter, putting him on his stop click from uh, APOC outwitting his toughness. And with my last action of the turn, I actually had Batman sidestep next to Black Shirt Porter, carry him over to his White Shirt Porter, and then he spun him in front of him and influenced him into the blocking, and I did not have to deal with the... <laughs> insane attack and damage output that his team has. Some very mm. good tech right there to resolve that problem. Very cool. Well, well done. What a, what a, you know, what a day of ups and downs. Whew. <laughs> or downs and ups, I guess. Is, is more the the way it played out. So, well, huge congratulations to you, Anthony. Man. This is a, 
Good one. job, my so, friend. Good job. Thank you very much. Definitely, you know, showing why you are the the champion of the 2022 year, right? Yep. Um, very mm-hmm. much well deserved. Now, Jeff, you did pretty well this this tournament as well. I you did. I had a blast. It, you made it to the top four. I did. Um, I made top four, and then I was done. It sounds like you lost to to Nick in the. We, we didn't play our top four match. I conceded. <laughs> Why? You know, there's that? always someone that wants a scoop of ice cream and he scooped. Uh, I, I had business stuff to do and family stuff to do, so I was done. Uh, Good, reason. Good reasons. Honorable reasons. <laughs> uh, and, like, Nick and I had already played earlier in the day, and he beat me handedly. I was like, ah, I'm done. You got it, Nick. Uh, so he went on to lose. Disappointing. I know. That's why he's in the dinghy. Uh, so, Anthony, yours and I's teams were very similar. Uh, we had a lot of the same stuff, a little different. So I went with two Batmans instead of Sinister, of course. And I had the all-black on one and Influence of Lightning on the other Batman. Uh, I went with Genesis over APOC, which I think was I the only... Black hand player to go Genesis. Uh, Jose also did it, but he did the yeah. sinister route. Got it. Okay. Um. So, so what do you think, uh, Apoc or Genesis? Which one is the better play? Out of curiosity. I think her damage output with the flurry charge flurry is way better. Yeah, I was talking about this on the way home with Jose, and uh, I came to the conclusion that they're actually, in my from my perspective, they're equal. You pick which one you want based off of how you play as a player. Are you more aggressive? Do you like the reach of APOC? Do you like the damage output of Genesis? Mm-hmm. Do you prefer her prob and precision over APOC's pen blast and outwit? <laughs> I, I would dare say that maybe with the current meta going around where everyone's got super senses and shape change all over the place. Maybe Genesis is 1% better than Apox only because of that. The precision was helpful, especially in some of those scary super senses roles, right? Um, but there was turn two, she was full click 100% mm. of the times. Um, so the move is support with the porter. Then I pick regen off of black hand. And then I support again. And if I don't get all the way up there, like I'm stuck on click two, then I free heal at the beginning of the turn with uh, the black shirt porter. So, she, And if not, something goes out and dies, and then she's up top click, and then I go. Uh, the all black necrosword definitely came in helpful with Batman. So I, I was able to move out flurry, most people. Uh, Liza was the clutch piece of the team because hmm. the grave terrain markers give them minus one combat values so i'm sitting back healing 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 right they want to move in i was able i can spread my terrain markers out so wherever they move in to attack me they're going to be adjacent to one so their attacks down their damage is down mm. so, and i'm getting plus one defenses uh because i'm adjacent to people i share a keyword with so it's like a double perplex basically um and she gives me access to two more barrier on herself, barrier on the Sinestro core ring because it's free. 
And then if I want to get real spicy, Indigo's dropping the barrier uh, pog too. So I'm burying 12 pieces of barrier. I'm like, go ahead. And their stop signs were positioned to where they couldn't run through the barrier. I had them separated enough to, they were four squares apart. So that there was two squares in between. They couldn't get in. Uh, my map of choice was Stark Tower. Because it gave me enough time to heal up and to stop them from coming in so quickly. Uh, I had to search for a Matsum, the murder city enduring. It didn't really help out. I thought Batman's would do more of those things. Like Batman wasn't getting a token until he went out and attacked. And if he's attacking, he's going to kill something and he's healing. So I'm, I'm going to go off the willpower. Uh, other than that, you know. Why absorbing man over destroyer? I just, I haven't played one. I wanted to see how it worked out, to be honest. Okay. Just wanted to see what it would work. Uh, Adam helped me build the team. So it was a little combination of us trying to get uh, either Black Hand Ban, the Porter's Ban, or Necron. But we'll get into that later. Uh, so my round one was against Rob Nardis. And he was playing the X-Men, I'm going to gain 95 points team. Uh, I won map. <coughs> Time went by real fast, and we were just kind of drilling around, and I finally moved up, and then I was like, all right, come in and kill something, because I'm going to crack back a lot harder than you are. Uh, so he was able to, he moved up his gladiator to prob his attack, and he didn't make an attack with it, because I was in the grave hindering markers uh, from Batman, so they could, like, Batman's grave hindering markers, drawn, lines of fire drawn or blocked instead so good uh so i was able to one shot emperor gladiator because he hadn't got a token on with uh genesis it was like a 16 i perplexed up okay excuse me yeah I perplexed up twice and then the plus one attack and then i had to do one to move uh so it was a 16 for six i needed anything but a crit miss like it's, it's dirty and luckily mm -hmm. you know i could get through his impervious because I had the exploit, which was very useful. Uh, round two. Oh, man. Who did I play? Oh, I played... Uh, sat over there. Oh, man, I'm so bad. I forgot who I played. Who, am I, who did I play round two, Clay? You're looking at it? Do, 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 do. Round two. Played Julio round three. Yeah. Jeff versus... Where are you? I'm waiting for him to say Nicholas so I can make fun of him. No, Kevin. Oh, yeah, I played Kevin. Uh, unfortunately, Kevin's team didn't work out how he thought it did. He chose Monster for Blackshirt Porter, and then he went to Regen, or Support, excuse me. I was like, he doesn't have the Black Lantern keyword. And then, yeah, things didn't work out <laughs> for him as he, as he wanted. Sorry, Kev. Uh -uh. <laughs> Uh, and then, is fundamental. And then he got his Superman up to top click through other means and stuff, right? And then he sent him all the way over, and I only gave him Bat one of the Batman to attack, which I was like, if he dies, that's fine, right? I'll take it. Uh, I think he kills the Batman, but I'm able to kill his Superman in one turn because I just I hit so much harder with Genesis, and then I flurried yeah. with uh, with the Batman, the other Batman. So it was it was. It wasn't good for for Kev. There, uh, Rocky, four of you. If he dies, he dies. 
Yeah. And then round three, I played um, Julio, which was actually a great match. Uh, it was very tactical between both of us. Like, we both didn't want to make mistakes. Uh, he was actually really nice. I, I forgot to roll my willpower on a couple of figures. And he was like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was like, oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. And then, uh, you know, he, he had to take a couple things back later in the game, which I was more than happy to since he, he set the tone early on with that. And then uh, he came in with Sky Tyrant to try to attack Absorbing Man because I set him, I set Absorbing Man up in a corner. So it's, it's really hard to get in on him. And I hit my shape change and he was mm -hmm. done after that point. His uh, Sky Tyrant was sitting there. So the following turn, I picked Plasticity, broke away through the wall to get Absorbing Man out of there. Then I TK'd up Genesis and Flurry Flurry. And then I poured it over Batman to kill his leech with a giant reach necro sword. And then he was just trying to, trying to play catch up after that. Round four was against Nicholas. He took me to a short map. Uh, it, it wasn't good for me. So I did my turn one, heal, heal, right? And then Oh, he does his turn. Yeah. So, yeah, I did my turn one. He does his thing. Uh, turn two, I heal up some more. And then uh, he gets the, what do you call it, card? The uh, plasticity card moves out and just deletes half my team. There was a there was a missed call on the rolling where he was allowed to use his improved targeting, uh, hindering to target my Batmans and my figures in the stealth. Which shouldn't have happened, uh, which we came to the conclusion later on, because I was I was against it, but the judge said no, that's how it works. So I'm like, all right. It's fine. I thought they actually ruled it at, wor at Worlds. They did rule it at Worlds that you couldn't target them if you had improved targeting hindering. Uh, I thought the opposite. I was at the table for that one. Oh. Yeah, I would have I would have assumed that if you ignore hindering, then it's the, just not there. Yeah, it it does. It's not there. You, oh, but the the lines aren't hindered. It's there. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> the lines aren't hindered. When it's not your turn, lines of fire drawn to friendly characters through grave hindering terrain markers are blocked instead of hindered. So they're never hindered to begin in the first place. They're just blocked. But they're hindering terrain, correct? That's fine. But lines of fire are blocked. Okay. So. But you can see, I, if you have improved target hindering, you can see through hindering, but if the lines of fire are blocked... Well, I guess my question blocked. would be, what is the wording on improved targeting green? Because if it says something like it treats as if it's not even there, or it treats it as clear terrain, then they're non-existent. I, I don't have a card in front of me right now to read it. Do you? I don't have my pack with me, but I'll pull it up right now. Because if it says something along those lines, then I would disagree with you, but if it says something along what you're saying, where it's just not hindered, right then it still existed it still exists said lines of fire drawn i believe it says don't uh, i'm gonna read it in a second but lines of fire drawn by this character are not hindered mm. it's whiskey's website so slow thanks for your patience guys lines of fire drawn by this character can't be hindered yeah so mm. it, they're not being hindered to begin with they're being blocked interesting interesting maybe i agree with your with with, with your uh analysis jeff that it, you would still be blocked then if that's the case uh i'm assuming that we just need to get this wind then yeah and that's how it was ruled after top eight because i mm -hmm. put my argument in there and we talked to the council and and your boy roland agreed with me adam he did uh, so, i will say at so world nick, i did hear nick it got one over me please. huh 
Huh? Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, at Worlds, I did hear it ruled uh, in both ways. <coughs> and Alyssa did say that she searched the, the realms for how it was ruled at Worlds, and she said that's how they ruled it. Yes. So, and then Whether top, correct or incorrect. Yeah, top four, I played Rob again, and uh, I ended up killing Gladiator, Dark Phoenix, and Apoc this time instead of just Emperor Gladiator. And then in uh, top four, Nick, I was like, you got this, buddy. I was, I was had stuff to do. Uh, but other than that, it was a great event. Uh, my son got to play, which was a blast. Mm-hmm. So after the first two rounds, he played Craig Landers round one, and he played... Uh, who'd you play? Uh, who'd you play round three, you said? Anthony? Dakota. Dakota, yeah. He played Dakota round two. <coughs> So he was 2-0, and 600 points. Uh, he had the pleasure of playing Nick round three, and he got some points, but he, he took the L. It was, it, it, Nick's team is very hard to get in on. And then uh, he played mission points round four. I personally have not had a chance to teach him what mission points were. Uh, but... From my understanding, from what he told me, and from what the TO told me, uh, nobody explained to him what mission points were and how they work during that match. Uh, this is a disadvantage. So, I, you know, I felt his opponent should have explained to him what mission points are and what they do. Fair. Uh, what do you guys think of that? Um, I think we all got our butt handed to us by mission points, and experience is the best teacher. For I sure, bet you, I bet you he's not going to forget it. He's oh, going to no, go. Won't. He's going to spend this whole week looking at mission point teams and be, and uh, he's not going to get caught again. You know, I yeah. think the reality is like this format has a lot of that, and yes. you know, it, it you just got to like. You take that L and you you turn around and you learn from it. You know? Oh, 100 percent. Like his attitude was fine about it, but like Pop, Papa Bear and me is just like, you know, like the honorable thing to do as a player, like explain what's happening yeah, to your exactly. opponent, right? Because I played some funky stuff, and I'm always like, all right, this is what's happening. I'm doing this, and this is what's going to happen. And they're like, okay, like yep. I'm always forthcoming about what my teams do. I'm not going to like. I never want to get the. I got those moments, right? So that, that's just my is thought. It's a very unconventional play style. And, 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 you know, I think for the case of the mission point team, like you're almost surely going to win if that, I mean, you're all going to win if that game goes to turn four. Yeah. You probably yes. are going to win if that turn goes, game goes to turn three. And you may win if it, even on turn two. So, so a very, you know, like, if if that's the case, then unfortunately stalling is a valid tactic against that team, which which is not a very so, uh, you know to be to be I don't think that happens a lot, yeah. but you know you have an advantage by keeping the game shorter. If that makes sense. Um, For sure, I don't think so, that's a tactic that writer would use personally. I don't. I'm not accusing your yeah. son. Of, of, <laughs> no, no, I know you're not, but I'm just saying I I don't think stalling is is in his wheelhouse yet. <laughs> Maybe this is something else he needs to learn this week. Stalling? <laughs> yeah, don't teach him that. Don't turn him into one of those players. Oh no. I'm just Dude. teasing. No, I, I don't I don't I don't advocate for Uncle stalling. Clay and his bad advice. 
So I'll show you guys what, what Ryder played. He got ninth place out of 20. Mind you, this is he's 10. Uh, he's playing Blackheart Soul Sword, World's Finest All Black Necro Sword, uh, Wonder Woman with the Golden Armor, Kit Thanos, Mephisto. And, and he played it very well. Uh, everyone who played him said, you know, they had a great time playing with him and uh, they, they love his attitude towards the game. So you guys will be seeing more of him. Now, this is, uh, him coming is, this is the team that Pat won. It is. Uh, it's it's, it's Pat's right? team. Yeah. You know, because this is the team that I was practicing with to play at Worlds. So he's already seen me play it a bunch. And then he's he started testing with it when I wasn't using it. And I was like, look, you know this team really well. Like, just play this. So he started practicing again. And he's pretty proficient with it. Good for him, man. It's, uh, it's a tough crowd to, to hang with. Dude, it is. And yeah, it was tough competition. Like there's a lot of good players there. Yeah. Well I done. feel like over So let's talk field. about uh oh. Go ahead. Oh, did we lose Clay? I think I'm getting a little lag. Sorry. Oh, you're good, we see you. I was gonna say I'm curious to talk about this uh Black Lantern. The craze. Discussion. The craze. Yeah. It's uh, you're called the undead craze, right? You're paying 300 points for almost a 500 point team. I guess depending on who you play, which figures you put on your team, right? So Genesis, you're gaining Genesis Apoc, you're gaining 160, well, 260 points, right? Well, let's so talk about it in the in the standard format, not in bronze specifically, because I feel like the the, like the Genesis and and the APOC really only come to play if we're playing in bronze. Let's talk about them what they where they are right now and then how bronze affects that. That so, better better idea, I think. That sounds fine. So I'll pull up the uh, I'll go to the tutorial set and pull up the chases, hmm. and then so, keep in so mind. So it's actually you're gaining. You could because you can potentially heal up Mister Sinister and. Necron and Batman too, right? So, so my team would actually go from being a three hundred point team to a seven hundred and seventy point team. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which you know, it, so uh, we, we had a lot of discussion when the X Men Magneto swap, uh, you know, was discovered, which was cool. <laughs> it's very um, cool, and that you know, a lot of I think there was a lot of discussion around the a point in, increase to the team so um and there, my argument but the other the other, the other data point jevin sorry is that oh, we, there was a pre a previous ruling um preventing the captain america from doing this for avengers using the drone right yes because for captain america it's during force construction and because of the uh the namor trait with the dolphin symbol means that all traits are active during force construction. So because the trait for Ultron being counted as 120 points, he can't be Steve Rogers onto Avengers. So so where are we at with uh I would assume that Black Hand's on the watch list. So right now Black Hand uh the porters and Necron are on the watch list. Okay, so Black Hand, because of the ability that he controlled this jank happen. So Black Hand gives you access to anyone who's not. You could Black turn Lantern. 
a two by two from a 50 point character into a 600 point character in essence yes if you were able to equip that but i know you can't but in essence uh i'm assuming necron because he's the engine that causes this to occur yeah he's he's the figure that makes this all happen right and then why the porters though that's my question uh because they're the ones that are doing the healing wouldn't that just mean the indigo ring is the issue not the porters themselves because the indigos give them the support correct so in my opinion those two porters should have never been made like they're way too good for what they do like their cost effectiveness their point and what they do is so good you're getting a free ring on one or free going forward you're getting a free equipment because pretty much all the equipment are going to have a keyword attached to them right so there's really only 15 points yes you can look at them that way uh and just they're so good for what they do like everyone everyone was playing a porter there's no reason not to and i think there's a lot of uh big names saying like every team just starts off at 250 out of 300 because you're for 50 points you're both porters right everyone's building a 250 point 250 point team Mm-hmm. I think there's an interest. There are some trade offs, though, right? You to maximize efficiency, you need a theme team. Correct. Mm-hmm. So that, that does restrict oh, your I'll ability. start on the continuity yeah. tokens. Yeah. Or community oh. tokens, excuse me. But the black one breaks that theme team. Uh, no, no, it doesn't break the theme team. It breaks the second trait where you don't get the damage bump, correct? Because they're not correct. all in the same set. Yeah. Now, the, now let's play devil's advocate here again let's look at nick's team there is not a necron on that team but he is gaining uh 500 points through four carnage surfers Tis true but he is gaining it through them their own ability right not someone else fueling it which i guess is the the necron argument correct yeah uh and he has to what hit and kill things to to kill things yeah Uh, and i Without the white shirt porter giving him plus one, is it white shirt, right? White shirt is the plus. Yeah. Without him getting the plus one attack and damage, this team would be nowhere near as much of a threat. Mm. Everyone has the power, the power gem. That is very. That's a very fa- uh, fascinating point. Uh, I, I, I'll be this way. I'll say it this way. I love the fact that Wizkids is getting creative. I guess. Uh, yeah. And that they've kind of invented. I'm going to put the carnage the carnages and the black lanterns in the same pool where they've made characters where, yeah, they have two point values, but you realistically never pay for that first greater point value because it's way over costed because you have other routes of getting there. Um, I put it on the, on the dial. What, what'd you say, Jeff? So why would you even put it on the dial then? Yeah. Because I guess for battle Royale purposes and things like that, uh, silly reason, but reason nonetheless, um i would say uh what it sounds like is the real issue uh from what i'm hearing is that it's the efficiency of the black lanterns compared to that of the carnages because they don't have someone that's making it easier on their life exactly so with the carnages they have to interact they have to go and do things right so if they miss and whiff fuck right they're screwed Black Lanterns and Moderns even just have to sit back and support, support. Okay, Superman's top click. Uh, I'm going to free heal on Green Arrow. Uh, next turn, do the same shit. And my team was pretty much modern, minus the Black Hand Genesis stuff. Like, a few equipment yes. could change around, right? But it functions the same way. 
I just choose a different person to heal. Like I can choose Superman to heal. Fair. But uh, Superman, now... I, I I think that the Necron, sorry, the uh, Genesis Apoc are far and away the best options to put to to abuse this. Far it's... more even so than the Black Lantern Superman. Because they were not designed to like the Black Lanterns to be held up those two or three additional clicks. And, and so somebody kind of went, we went through this, and there are actually not a lot of figures that have extremely high point values on one end and extremely low point values on the other. So there's one that I missed, uh, and it was Eternity. Craig Landers brought it to my attention. But it's 100 points, and I believe Eternity is given... Uh, during Force Construction, Eternity gains all keywords from other characters on your force right so you don't right. need the black hand and then you can go from click 17 is their lowest starting value to click one so you could gain 16 clicks in theory mm -hmm. through support and he other things right hey you found the two by two i was talking about congratulations <coughs> well actually you could do it with uh any two by two so long as they're lower points than uh mr sinister that's fair because I, there was a point, there was a time where I thought about doing it for a Wendigo. Ooh, that's, that's dirty. So the funny thing is, I would actually, I think I would argue that Top Dial Eternity is still less scary than Top Dial Apoch or, or Genesis. Oh, for sure. Because, <laughs> yeah, 13, 13 6 exploit flurry precision strikes, way scary. Now, I guess I'll pose this question. Is this a, is this, is, is, and I don't know, I don't know how I'm going to phrase this without sounding rude and I don't wish to. Uh, is this really hurt? just a Bronze Age issue due to the fact that uh, it causes the Genesis and Apocalypse problem because it's... of Black Man? Or, like, is that making it worse for you? Or is it just kind of like it's an issue and we need to address it because it is in modern age as well? So it's it's definitely exasperated in bronze because you have access to figures that can give the Black Lantern keyword like uh, Black Hand, and then you can do. So is your Sinister modern? He just rotated. Okay, so yeah, so it it's definitely exasperated in bronze, right? But Superman goes from 120 points to 260, so you're gaining 140. Uh, Batman gaining 30. Wonder Woman, you're gonna gain 80. She's kind of Aqu bad, but yes. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying these are points yeah. you can gain. Aquaman, you can gain 60. Martian Manhunter, you're gaining 100. Uh, Green Arrow, you're gaining 50. And Hal's gaining 80 again. Correct. So there's a lot of points to be gained there, right? But I think See? the big thing is... Oh, sorry, Jeff. Oh, I was going to say, Superman's scary up top. He is. He can hit for 10, someone told me, that they can swing with him for. Uh... But 120 points is a much larger investment than 35. Or 100%, 100%. Well, yeah, 100%. Yes. Well, it's at least 35 plus the 25. So we'll say 60 because yeah. you have to have the black hand on there somewhere. It, it's pretty much, I've been told to do like double black uh, Batmans or Batman Green Arrow or Superman is like the is the is your three options. And what were you going to say, Anthony? I'm interested. Uh, I was actually going to say that uh, in modern, the... Black cannons you have are a lot more manageable than what you have in bronze. Because in bronze you're gonna you're getting guys that have protected outwit and they have stop clicks. Whereas the Black Lanterns, there's no stop clicks. There's virtually no protected outwit. Your only caveat would be the Superman. 
but even then it's not really outwit protection it's just you need two outwits to really deal, deal with them. the guy okay so maybe the first hot fix is like re restrict black hand the possessor and see if that adjusts the field enough uh and then if it doesn't then we go farther i mean that sounds like a very reasonable choice yeah i think we'll definitely see one more event with the shenanigans and kind of see how it goes because <laughs> um, you know we like to get our data yeah. we want to see how things actually function um which i believe let me check the calendar uh it's gonna the next icq is i believe going to be november 11th at majestic socal leave Alyssa was Alyssa should know better but that was I believe that was a date that she was looking so, at, so. repeat at the same place let's see if it happens again so <laughs> I, I think that it, it, given that in, that piece of information I think we have to look at Craig Lander's team real quick yes sir uh and discuss what his did so it, he can he named it the anti-black lantern black lanterns Interesting choice. I love Craig and his weird ways. So Thanos from Guardians of the Galaxy. It looks like Super Rare number 45. Uh, let's see. Where is it at? Other characters can't be healed. Avatar death. So he pays, <laughs> That's cute. He pays 150 points. 175 points, excuse me. So the other teams can't heal. Which is cute. Uh, I don't think he did very well throughout the day because it's it's a huge investment. But like he went with the anti-healing tech, right? Yeah. It's interesting that 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 character is still, after what is it, well over a decade, the yes. only real option to prevent healing. Which is strange. What well, Liza does it too, doesn't she? No, she just says when they use it, they get. Uh... Well, no, she, uh, she does. Oh, does uh, she? When she perplexes an opposing character uh, negatively, ah. they can't heal. Oh. <laughs> ah. But there is two things uh, that I was really afraid of seeing, and I was I'm very thankful I didn't see, and that is the death card, and the. Um, Crap, I'm blanking on it right now. Uh, Doom the Annihilate and Conquer. There we go. Yes. Ah, both guys that I had. Damn. Yeah, so Doom Annihilate and Conquer just wrecks the, wrecks the APOC Genesis teams because they can't heal. They don't get the keyword, right? Where was yep. Richard's Dooms? Richard was playing playing the, the, the he Black Lantern bandwagon. Oh, man. So Richard, just when we think Doom is out, Doom yeah. is back in. So maybe we'll see an uptick of Annihilating Conqueror teams. Definitely. Or maybe more uh, death cards, because I think I was the only fool that played it once. So on, ironically, Rob Martis was playing the death card, but he had healing going on. So <laughs> oops, it, it ended up fucking him twice. Oh, gosh. Which, which helped me out. Thanks, Rob. So again... <laughs> That's what's on. That's kind of what's going on with the bronze, and you know, I'd love to see what modern events people are playing, but I don't think we have any forthcoming soon. I know yes. I have one on Saturday. I know we have I mean, a like, event coming. I mean, like a here. big bronze, like a big modern event. But 
Like, how many people are going to be at your modern event? No clue. I mean, it's a win a brick. Those oh, generally snap. get like some pretty decent uh, turnout. Okay, okay, yeah, that should be pretty hardy. Nice. So, let report back to us with uh, with what modern shenanigans people are having. Yeah, we need to get Jesse to uh, who runs the, the <laughs> win a bricks at. Uh, Atomic Comics down in SoCal. We need to get him to start collecting the bill sheets or something like that, um, give, giving us some data. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not aware of any other big events coming up either. Uh, uh, what Cal uh, Florida is the next big event, isn't it? That's I, which I I think actually technically the the Majestics Invitationals first. That, yeah. I, think, I thought Florida was December or November. Uh, they're the last weekend in January. Oh, January. okay. And the Majestics cool. Invitational is oh. the first weekend in January. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then there's still two teams we didn't cover. Uh, we went over Anthony. We went over uh, Nicholas's, myself. We went over Dwight's. Uh, Richard, we took a look at. Uh, Jesse Cortez was playing Mission Points. So, doing all that stuff. And then uh, Luis. Another Vegas guy was mm. playing. Uh, I'm proud of Spider-Man, you, Spider-Man Prime, with a bunch of good stuff. Bunch of good stuff. So I like the world's finest. Sakar and Iron Man, solid, good addition of the Space Ghost, right? Mm. And the one that threw me off was the Brainiac at 30 points. But you know, yeah. I'll take it. He, uh, it might be for the leadership. It could was. Be. And he was uh, practicing that uh, team for weeks with uh, Nicholas on every Sunday he could get away from his family to make sure he played. So I'm glad he did good. I'm yeah, proud of he, you, Luis. Yeah, he, uh, he, he edged out Ryder by a few points. Oof. And then I think the last one is uh, Brandon's team, right? Oh, yes. The, the second BBW winner. So you look at this and you're like, what's happening, right? It's a lot of giant girls. So the trick is this 200-point scudder. Uh, this is from Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. And the combo is with the Avengers 60th, 60th Spider-Man. And friendly characters that are adjacent or have Avengers keyword have wild card. So a lot of you guys may not know, Mystics used to be oh, copy. No. And what the Kaiju team ability is, is the original <laughs> Mystics. When this character using the kaiju team ability takes damage from an attack, the attacker is dealt one unavoidable damage. This is not an attack. So it's immediate. It's not after resolutions. So in the middle of a flurry, you're get you're taking the kaiju TA. Uh, so he just kind of goes out and makes a bu- bunch of attacks with the giant girls. And if they get hit, they're taking one unavoidable. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six. Six giant girls you got to kill. Unavoidable, you have to chew through. <coughs> uh, he ended up going to one and three in the day. Uh, but, you know, it, it was one of those meme teams that he wanted to try out just because it was cool. And, uh, you know, he had a blast. And how often do you get to play Scunner, right? <laughs> Tis true, sir. Tis true. Yeah, yeah. so that, it was him and there's one other kaiju that's like 200 points. But this was uh, the better of the two. <laughs> oh, very clever. I love it. All right. I think that covers it all, gents. 
Uh, should we mention the dark side thing I was talking about at a uh, dinner? Oh, go ahead. Pull it up. So, uh, this is a really weird case of uh, wording not being worded correctly on WizKid's part, but the Batman team up super rare dark side, the mission point dark side, doesn't actually gain mission points if you read his card thoroughly. It says, uh, when a friendly character knocks back one or more opposing characters, if at least one character they knocked back hasn't been knocked back this turn, gain one mission point. And for those of you who are really into reading, you would, you may have already realized that when he checks if a character hasn't been knocked back, they've, they've already actually been. already been knocked back. Bummer. That's awkward. Wow, wow. Wow. Super awkward. Man, with kids. I'm sure there's someone out there with an English degree that would love to work for you. That definitely has student loans that definitely needs money. That's fair. Because what else are you going to do with an English degree? <laughs> uh, too funny. But Alyssa ran a great event. Uh, I think everything went pretty smoothly. You know, any errors in, in rulings was corrected throughout uh, the day, and things, you know, things were great. Like, we were able to fit everyone inside the shop. She fit 20 players inside the shop, so that was nice. Uh, I like the new setup. It was uh, it was much cooler in the back room. It was much nice. cooler. Well, I'm sorry I wasn't able to make it. Looking forward to the next one. Dude, you, were having a, you were having the time of your life at a concert. It's pretty yeah. cool. Tool was pretty good. Nice. Uh, you said Tool? ACDC was pretty amazing. Uh, I nice. think that was the first show they played in seven years. They were, oh, wow. they were wow. phenomenal. The first time I'd seen them. Uh, didn't realize ACDC was as good as they, they are. Very impressed. Very nice. Yeah, that would be a good check mark off on the concert list. Yeah, I got to check a couple of those. Guns N' Roses hadn't seen. Oh, wow. Very uh, nice. Judas Priest had never seen either. So okay. How was your weekend with the the lovely lady there, Patrick? <laughs> well, we celebrated our first anniversary. Thank you for asking. Aww. Uh, you know, it's important to uh, take care of the people you love in your life. And Sarah, I'm talking about you. And we're going to eventually make you a hero click player. Uh, we're working on that. Uh, and uh, we had a good time. Went to Tournament of Kings. Uh, got a nice hotel room. Uh, went through the Red Rocks up here, got to take some lovely pictures, and then we got suckered into dinner with my parents because they didn't want to pay for dinner. That's fair. So it was great. Very fun. Then, uh, you know, Anthony and I were kicking ass. Yeah, you guys were kicking ass, and I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Ah. <laughs> slapping ass. <laughs> I'll say it free, but... <laughs> Plausible tonight. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh next week same time gents let's do it same time six same uh clicks place same bat channel same bat clicks we're gonna talk about some uh wheels of vengeance previews uh, wheels yeah of vengeance. I'm and, not excited for this and i think uh if i remember correctly superman drops this wednesday the superman death of superman iconics drops this wednesday and Scarab V2. 
Uh, it's not that scary. Calm down. <laughs> if you want to change your huggies this late at night. <laughs> I think I think it it's a little more work to get it to happen, but uh, he could just be dead by then too. It also requires your opponent to be dumb and kill someone with the Superman team ability. You could do it yourself and like bronze. Uh, I actually think he has to die from attacks. Does it? Yeah. Like that. Yep. Oh, it's from an attack. Yeah. Okay, so your okay. opponent's gotta be dumb. <laughs> dumb. <laughs> All right. I look forward to seeing how people have managed to break that on the next yeah. episode. It'll happen. Usually does. What? Black Lantern Superman doesn't have the team ability, right? I think he does. He does. Uh, just he regular does. Superman TA? Just regular Superman TA. Yeah. Oh, man. Maybe that's the one you got to pair it with. Put, put up the big guy that everyone needs to kill, or he's going to kill you. That's fair. It's very fair. All right. Don't forget to practice rolling your dice, guys. Take it easy. Have a good night. night.